0: Welcome to another episode of Matt Sporthouse. I'm your host, Matthew Anderson. Let's go ahead and get started talking about these NBA playoffs. Every team that's participated has had their game one of their first round. Let's go ahead and break it down. You had the Brooklyn Nets in the game one beating the 76ers with the final score of 111 to 102. The 76ers are trying to figure out what's going on right now. Joel Embiid is still hurt. They thought he'd be ready to go come playoff time. He can play, but he is obviously hurt. Then you have Ben Simmons, who's not playing exactly the best right now that you would want him to be playing, especially if your star player is hurt, considering that you, they also consider him a star player. Yeah, at least Jimmy Butler had a really great game, 36 points, but it just wasn't enough um, to beat the Brooklyn Nets. Be interested. It'll be interesting to see how this series goes, to see if D'Angelo Russell can lead this team over. The 76ers lead his Brooklyn Nets team. I don't think he can, but I think they can extend the series out, which would make it more difficult for the 76ers throughout the playoffs. Moving right along, you had the Toronto, uh, the Toronto Raptors surprisingly losing to the Orlando Magic. DJ Augustine had an excellent game with 25 points. I kind of think of the Magic as kind of like the in the David and Goliath story. They've been like the David. You know, the Orlando is not a main market for basketball like you know, like the Lakers and Celtics and stuff like that. But I've noticed this season they've been taking them down a lot of really good teams that were definitely more talented than them more talented than them and uh i don't think they're gonna beat the raptors in the series i don't think anybody does most people expect the raptors to go to the eastern conference championship if not the finals but it definitely just reminded the uh raptors that, that the magic are there and they're they're gonna play the series out i expect the raptors to win the series in full five five games maybe six Moving right ahead, you have the Clippers losing to the Warriors. Kevin Durant and Patrick Beverly got into this. If you don't know, Patrick beverly just got—he's sm- six foot one, I think it is. Yeah, six foot one. So by basketball standards, he's the small guy. The teams—he's all up in. He's kind of like a what is it—a mosquito or a net that's like always in your face because he's had to really get out the mud to get here and you know play overseas and all that. So you know he really appreciates the opportunity. He's been guarding Kevin Durant. Kind of, just kind of been pestering Kevin Durant, and so they both got texts. Kevin Durant has a lot of texts, and he's starting to rack up more and more. Kind of worried about him. Anyway, moving right along, Spurs uh, took care of business against the Nuggets. That that is probably the most uninteresting basketball. Just watching the Spurs, they just. They win. It's, it's a slower approach. We're going to run the system. It's not as exciting as one may like to see. That'll be, though, if you want to see some good technical basketball, you always check out the Spurs. Not exactly sure who'll win that series. I'm just going like, to leave that one and see how that plays out. You have the Pacers lost to the Boston Celtics. The Indiana Pacers, that is. I don't give Indiana much of a chance in this series without Victor Oladipo, who is their star player. Uh, now, whenever Victor Oladipo is playing, the team is serious because they almost beat LeBron last year in the playoffs, like well, the LeBron with the Cleveland Cavaliers, but with them being out, Kyrie Irving cooking with his uh, handles, one of the best ball handlers in basketball, if not the best, I expect the Celtics to take care of this in four games. The Thunder, interestingly enough, my guy Paul George has messed up his shoulder. He wasn't able to shoot for four days in preparation for this game. I know that sounds crazy because it's like a basketball player is not shooting in preparation for the playoffs. But with the shoulder injury, that's just what happens. That means that more the low will probably get put on uh, Russell Westbrook. But, you know, Russell Westbrook welcomes that. It's also always interesting to watch those games if you can only watch the beginning. Just to see what Russell Westbrook's going to be wearing to the arena because he is a global fashion icon. Depending on, like, you know, young people think he's a... Uh, icon older people are kind of like, yeah, he just kind of crazy. But, you know, to each his own. He's a baller. He had a triple-double. He always had a triple-double. I think he's already going to average another one this season. And that, while that sounds, okay, and let's back up here. Triple-double means that you're in double digits in three categories. So, whether that be points, rebounds, steals, that's a three. Or you get what I'm saying. uh The Pistons lost to the Milwaukee Bucks. Nobody really expected the Pistons to do much in this series. And Blake Griffin is out currently. Oh, after this game, he has uh, he's probably going to miss the rest of this series with the left knee injury. So, that kind of put the nail in the coffin. The Pistons will be eliminated. But, I nice see them in the playoffs. Um, you got the Rockets and the Jazz. The Rockets have an interesting itinerary right here. Because they're going to beat the Jazz. Nobody can really stop my guy James Harden right now. And then, whenever he's doing to and Clint Capella, it's really a mess. But, right now... The the horn no no not the rockets the Houston Rockets need to get out of this series as soon as possible four games to get out because what's going to happen is they're going to end up playing the Golden State Warriors assuming the Golden State continues to take care of business against the Clippers and so they need to win this game in four because the Warriors will definitely win theirs and will win their series in four games and need to, and so the Rockets could be well rested whenever they go to face them because you need all you need all the hands on deck to beat the Warriors if you want a chance remember last season if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt. It's a good chance that the Rockets uh, beat the Warriors. That would have been an interesting story, but you know, moving right right along. Also, a little interesting fact: when we we're talking about the Toronto Raptors, Drake. You know, Drake's big with the OVO stuff. October is very on, in case you know what that means. Anyway, they renamed their practice facility. The Toronto Raptors renamed their practice facility the OVO Athletic Centre. So that just goes to show you how much Drake is involved. You can catch him a lot of times on the sidelines talking junk to players. He's kind of like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart does that for the, with the 76ers, because I think Kevin Hart's from Philadelphia. And so he's on the uh, baseline, talking junk to players. Well, Drake does the exact same thing. As a matter of fact, last season, Drake almost got into it with Kendrick Perkins. So, Drake's always over there talking noise. Moving right along, although the Lakers are not in the playoffs, we're going to find a reason to talk about them because the Lakers have been like, like the Kardashians of basketball this year. Anyway, as you know, they fired their head coach. Oh, well, they decided to part ways, but he got fired. Uh, with Luke Walton, kind of crazy because Luke Walton had, did not have... Okay, now, people, different people have different opinions. Luke Walton was having a good year before the Lakers players all started getting hurt. I think they were in the fourth seed at one point. But after all the injuries, they obviously didn't even make the playoffs. But he was fired and was picked up almost immediately by Sacramento. Sacram- the Sacramento Kings are up and rising team. They're just are poorly ran from what I understand. It's so interesting to see how Luke and... Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? How he pans out in Sacramento. He's a young guy. They have a lot of young players. I'm sure they can work it out. Because, see, like with this team that he was playing, with him coaching the Lakers, he came out in the same draft class as LeBron. So it's more like to LeBron, he's more of a peer. To those younger guys, he'll be more so like a coach. That makes sense. Now, the Lakers are looking for a new uh, director of football. No, not not football. The new director of uh, president of basketball operations after Magic Johnson decided to step down. A lot of people are thinking that they are considering j- trying to go get Jerry West, who is also in L.A. He's just with the Clippers, who's one of the best um, basketball personnel guys to ever, you know, do the job. Or they're also considering going out and getting trying to see if they can get Pat Riley. Pat Riley already has a house in California. I think at one point he was doing this job in California before he went to Miami and built that up into a dynasty. South Beach, also known as Wade County. Everybody loves Dwayne Wade. Moving right along, the Lakers are also looking for a head coach. The rumors have it that they are looking at Monty Williams, Jawan Howard, and Ty Lue. I don't know who's going to get that job. I'm seeing Monty Williams is kind of like he's getting a lot of steam behind his name. A lot of people want him to take that job. Ty Lue, the reason they would take Ty Lue is because he did this. He coached LeBron before. LeBron has his respect. He has LeBron's respect. And they feel like, you know, obviously the best player and the coach have a good relationship. That usually would hopefully trickle down to the rest of the team. But on the same note there, they're... They really don't want like it to be like a. They obviously LeBron's the best player on the team, but they don't want it to be like they're catering it to him because obviously there are other players on the roster, and you have to understand that. I heard this thing earlier. I think it was earlier today, and it made a lot of sense. They're like because the whole thing is we need more African American coaches and head coaches in uh in the NBA. And, then, and then, so Nick Wright from FS1, loved him, great guy. And, I mean, he's really good at what he does as far as the uh, sports analyst and really the NBA in particular. But that's besides the point. What he said was, isn't it kind of strange if you had a lead like the NHL, which is obviously predominantly uh, Caucasian, and most of the coaches are African-American? Not that there'd be anything wrong with that, but it'd definitely be different. So that's exactly what goes on in the NBA. Because it's like you have mostly African-American players and very few African-American coaches. Kind of hard. Something to think about. I was like, that, that, that's actually a very interesting point because you actually don't see any African-American coaches in hockey. And hockey is a Caucasian, so it's like, why is it the other way around? I'm all for whoever is most qualified getting a job. You know, just as long as there's equal opportunity for everybody, I'm good. We'll be interested to see who the Lakers decide to hire. Moving out of the whole basketball professional basketball thing, gotta hurry up here because the 76ers are currently playing right now. So, everybody tune into that anyway. Uh, Russell Wilson is today. Was he basically told the Seattle Seahawks? He, he's the quarterback for Seattle Seahawks. In case you don't know, he's also married to Sierra. He told them they add to till the 15th of April, which is today, to decide if they're gonna go ahead and sign him again to give him the contract that he wants. Now, this isn't just any other contract. See, most guys want like in a certain amount of money. Russell Wilson wants a percentage of the cap. So if the cap expands, whatever the case is, he, he'll still get more. How could I describe this? It's like if the pie expands, he wants more of the pie. It's not You're not just going to give him that fourth of it. Nope, if the pie gets me more, I want more of it too. So it's going to be interesting to see if they get the, that deal done. or Also, what his or else means. Because it's like, what you going to do here? I don't know. Rumor has it that he's trying to get out of there anyway. Sierra so doesn't like being in Seattle, you know, she she would probably prefer being like New York or California, where it's easier to go places and do it, where, where you always don't have to get on a plane, you know, just be in a main market. So we'll see where that goes. Also, we're switching gears here to college football. As you all know, there's a lot of guys that transfer, a lot of star quarterbacks. You have Jalen Hurts, who went to Oklahoma. Justin Fields, who left Georgia, where he wasn't going to play as much, as much as he wanted to. and went to Ohio State. Tate Martell, who, Martell, I don't know how you pronounce the name. Anyway, he actually was at Ohio State when Justin Fields decided to come to Ohio State. Tate Martell headed out to Miami. Uh, you have Kelly Bryant, who left Clemson, as we know, and went to Missouri. Okay, so let's break down each one. Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma, Norman, Oklahoma. But the Sooners went 11 for 14 for the 174 yards in the spring game. He, ended, he told Tua, who is, the, who is now the starting quarterback at Alabama, that he hopes to see him in the playoffs. It would I would love nothing more to see t- Jalen Hurts versus two of teammates going at each other. I think that'd be great for college football. Justin Fields did not have the best day. At, uh, he went four for 13 for 131 yards, but he did have a 98-yard touchdown. One thing you have to understand though, these guys have just gotten to these new locations. Like they've he is that known that whole George offense, he's having to change all, like understand the whole entire uh, a whole new offense. So you got to give him time. I'm sure about the season they'll have it all worked out. You have a whole summer where you could, you know, run routes, study the playbooks. So he'll be fine, ready to go. He, I'm pretty sure he, yeah, he will be starting for Ohio State come this fall. Uh, Tate Marto actually struggled a lot. He was actually booed by the Miami fans. He had a tough game. He went 4 for 11 passing for 78 yards. I don't know. They said that other quarterbacks in Miami performed better than him on that day. I don't know how that's going to go. I would hate. I know you would hate to transfer someplace and not start. But it'll be interesting to see what him and Manny Diaz can work out, who's the head coach of Miami, can work out and see what they can get going. Kelly Bryant had a great day and. What is it? Missouri. I can't think of the city. But uh, the Columbia. I'm pretty sure it's Columbia, Missouri. He called it the zoo. I mean, he had a great day. 12 for 17, 150 yards. Something interesting about Kelly Brown. You can tell he was well-liked by his Clemson teammates. as they all showed up in Missouri to watch the game for him. So, you had a whole bunch of guys who just won a national championship. You know, go out and support their guy who uh, decided to transfer. Just to let you know what kind of kid he is. A guy from young too, so what kind of guy he is. Um one thing interesting about the university of missouri missouri university whichever you get what i'm saying they have a bowl band so no matter how well they play this season they will not be able to participate in the playoff if they were to go undefeated i don't think they would have made it to the playoffs anyway but they do have a bowl band so that is something to think about last but not least i know everybody was watching the masters actually you probably weren't but you saw it on twitter that tiger woods won it's such a great feel-good story the Tiger Woods, after all the mess that he had been through, and it's actually, he's really lucky he plays golf, because a lot of sports, through all that, you would not have been able to, you know, still play at the highest level, but golf is a big mentally game. You know, it's, it's also uh, about physical stuff, too, but for the most part, it's a mental game. So he's able to put it back together and win his first major championships in 2008. And he just got his fifth green jacket, and in case you're wondering what a green jacket is, is what you get for winning the Masters. And so in Augusta, so that, that was wonderful for Tiger Woods. I couldn't wait to see the commercial that they were going to drop. Nike always does an excellent job with these commercials. And as a matter of fact, I think all the other companies are really falling behind in this. I know Puma did the whole um, reform shoes and like thing with Meek Mill. But as far as commercials and like dropping on social media stuff, Nike is all over. They dropped a really nice one with Tiger Woods. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's all over Twitter. And Tiger's back, and whenever Tiger's back in golf and succeeding at the highest level, it's better for the sport. People watch it more, and even people talk about it more. You get to see more of the buzz on Twitter. I think all Black people were watching it just to really cheer Tiger on, but pretty much the whole country was. So it's definitely nice to see. Uh, it's interesting to see if Tiger continues to stay consistent and continue to get back to winning, or is this kind of like his last? You know, it's like kind of like his last rodeo. His family was there to uh, celebrate as well. Just a really great day. Uh, like I said, I, I enjoy the commercials, but uh, uh, Nike's commercial about because they kind of build the story up or whatever, but it was dope. Tiger Woods is back. So golfing is interesting again. If you ever want to try golfing, hit up Top Golf. They got one in Charlotte, Atlanta, and they're building one in Greenville. And you could be the next Tiger Woods, too. But that's it for this episode of Matt's Sporthouse. Uh, any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, my at MattTheChosen3Ts, and the number one at the end. Uh, all hearts and minds are clear. I'll catch up with you next week on next week's episode. Thanks for listening.